You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Fitness Lounge. I'm your host, Nick, with Ben. And we are here today talking about the old argument, healthy versus fit. What is the difference? <laughs> uh, I guess the, the big question is, is there a difference? I, I think so. I mean, I, I feel like there is. I mean, you can be healthy and not fit, or you can be fit and not healthy. Yeah. I mean, I, bottom line, that's I think there's a very clear distinction between yeah. the two, and I, I guess it would really depend on who you talk to yep. as to how would you define it. Um, so Ben and I sat down and we said, okay, you know, in our conversations that we've had with people, how do we define it? How would we distinguish the difference between whether someone is healthy versus mm-hmm. someone who's fit, assuming that they weren't both? How, how would you distinguish that? Because yeah. you can be healthy and fit. You can be unhealthy and unfit. You can, you right. know, you can be any combination right. of those. I think, and I think by just looking at somebody, you can say, well, that person's fit, but you really couldn't say, well, that person's healthy. That's correct. By looking at somebody. And you could, you could see someone who doesn't look fit, and you're like, oh, and they could probably be... Yeah, there's no problems. Absolutely. Yeah. So... What is one way that you would define health? To me, health is, you know, your body. You're functioning of everything from inside and out. You know, that's that's the way I see it. It's, you know, how you feel. So I think health is a, would be an absence of disease both mentally and physically. You know, um, like I said, it's the, the functioning of your body and the aches and pains and all that stuff. That would be your health side of things. I like how you put in the mentally. Yeah. So I think too many times we get so focused on that is a that is a portion the yeah. physical health, yeah. um, and I think the mental side of things when it comes to fitness for sure, but obviously in every other aspect mm-hmm. of your life, the mental health is a, an under undervalued or underrated component. Right. right. Um, I can just for a very brief instance, I remember I went into the gym probably not even a week ago, and I just mentally wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I was in and out. I told my wife I was going to be there for probably two or three hours. Yeah. Uh, I was in and out in 45 minutes. And she goes, I thought you were going to be gone longer, but I just couldn't get into I've it. I've had lots of those days. The mental zones. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you have those days where you're mentally on fire. And you and, feel like you can go longer than three oh, hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say on the opposite side, fit, if we were going to define fitness, I would say that fitness is, or, or being fit, is the ability to perform specific, specific tasks well. Right. Whether that's running, lifting something, could be anything. Any sports. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we, I even think of like movers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, because I've moved multiple times and I've had moving companies, and I've seen really big guys yeah. struggle. Two, two guys struggle carrying the couch, and they're, you know, six foot four, 200 yeah. something pounds, easy. And I've had another guy who Hispanic was, I don't know, maybe five, five, put the couch on his back and he lifted the whole thing up three flights of stairs. Looking at the two, you never would have have probably thought it'd be the opposite. Exactly. So also, like I said at the beginning, you know, it's also a state where all your systems of the body function, you know, everything's working properly, which leads to, you know, I guess how you feel, you know, because there's a lot of times for me, I feel, I always, I'm fit, you know, we're both fit and but there's times where I don't feel so good, you know, mm-hmm. whether I'm tired or something's going on. Because I've actually had issues with my thyroid, like we, you know, we talked about that last episode. But my uh, pituitary gland is not functioning. So, you know, that's kind of like the nucleus and controls everything around it from thyroid to hormones to mm-hmm. testosterone. So, you know, when that was going on with me, 
Like I still looked fit, but I, I, I did not feel healthy at all, you know, and no one would have known that by looking at me, but you know, that, that had a big effect on me. And you have uh, to get into a doctor to find that. Yeah. And I had, I'd had an MRI done to, to check the pituitary gland and, and, uh, so now I got to treat everything around it. You know, I got prescribed testosterone shots, thyroid pills, blood pressure medication, you know. Um, so it's gotten better over time. In fact, I think it might be, I don't know if it can come back working again, but my last few tests and my testosterone levels were actually higher. Well, I know that you and I, I, I recommended you go see the doctor I was yeah, seeing. Yep. A holistic doctor is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And because of the amount of time I've spent with him over the past few years, yep. I've learned to be able to determine when certain organs in my body are not functioning at peak levels. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I remember him talking about that. Kidneys and liver yeah. are two that I can tell very, very quickly. I think uh, he I think he got me on my kidneys was yeah. not functioning. Uh, my, my, I mean, my I, wife Functioning, but not been, functioning well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say not functioning because yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't they're, be sitting here right now. Yeah, they're just not operating yeah. at their optimal level. But, Take them out. But those have a, a carryover effect into other parts of the body. Yes. And if one of them's not working, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be kidney or liver. It could be your stomach. It could be, yeah. you know, like for my wife, for instance, her, she gets so stressed out at work mm-hmm. that it has an adverse effect on her adrenal glands. Well, when those get worn down, other parts of her body have oh, to yeah. go into overdrive to, to make, make up, up for yep. that, and then those get worn down. Yep. Um, and so it's I a would, snowball effect. Absolutely, I would say from a from a health definition perspective, what I've learned over the years, I would probably say that health is something that like if if you're if your stomach, if you have a stomach flu, very short term, yep. I don't consider that unhealthy. You might be sick, but you're right. not unhealthy. Yeah. I would say sustained or potentially long-term sustainability of un, unoptimal performance of yes. any part of the body, that would be considered unhealthy in my opinion. So right. like for instance, we talked about kidneys and liver. Mm-hmm. If we didn't go take care of those things, that could be a long-term thing. It's not like we're just going to get over it and we're going to get right. past this little no, stomach yeah. issue. It takes a while. But if you do take care of it, now you're back into that optimal point. From a fitness perspective, from going back to from health to the fit side of things, mm-hmm. I would say that when we look at it, is someone fit, we're normally basing that off of you know what's their body weight, uh, what what's their muscle tone? It can be from an aesthetic standpoint that we would mm-hmm. look at somebody, um, but also are they able to do certain movements right. over a Basic movements. specified yeah. period of time? Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, like I said, I'm I probably right now if you asked me to run a mile or a mile and a half, I might be able to complete it. Anything longer than that, you better give me a few hours to do it. <laughs> I'll get there. Break out the calendar, right? Exactly. Um, because that's not part of the fitness that I've right. trained, but I can do other things. Uh, you and I, as we've talked about, we share the same trainer. The reason I started working with him was because mm-hmm. I realized I looked fit, but well, he, he makes you realize that you're not, <laughs> no. <laughs> even though you think you are. Cause you, cause when we go in, you know, from a bodybuilder perspective, you have leg days, right? You have push pull days. You may have back arms, try it could right. be, and you're training the big muscle groups, but you're not training the underlying. Yeah, there's a lot of smaller muscles around them. Big muscles that a lot of people don't touch. And, and you know, like I said, training with, you know, Jay, that's a good uh, trainer we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He actually, He'll hit those big muscles, but he hits all the little muscles around that make you think, "Oh my God, what's going on?" You know, I, I can't. If finish you this. were going to do that on a on a mm-hmm. daily basis, 
it would take a lot of, because when you just think about how many actual muscles you have, yeah. if yeah. you're trying to train every single one of them, it would, it takes quite a while. He mm-hmm. does a very effective job of getting into those smaller oh, groups. Yes, he does. So my level of fitness by going, training differently or including his type of training, my level of fitness has increased because mm-hmm. I broke out of that and was training in a different aspect. I still can't run in two miles. That hasn't changed, <laughs> but I'm also not trying to at this point. Yeah. I may later on. I can tell you, I, I used him. You know, before I had my ACL surgery, so I, I started training with him about five weeks before my surgery because I, I know that you know my ACL is torn. I can't fix that, but everything around it, those muscles that help with stability, mm-hmm. you know, strength, all that good stuff, and mobility, I had him set up a program for me for those five weeks before my surgery to strengthen all that and make it better. And I think that's completely helped my recovery a lot. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. I can tell a huge difference. I mean, your doctors, if they didn't tell you that, they normally will tell you that, hey, yeah. you know, work yep. on the the surrounding muscles because yes. it does inc- improve recovery time. Let's talk about the, uh, you know, you can eat healthy food and exercise, but you can still have injuries. Uh, you can struggle with body fat, and that can lead to mood swings and even certain systems of your body not functioning. Well, I would say that's a good point. So, for instance, in the eating healthy food, mm-hmm. And still not seeing a change in your body fat. Um, yeah. I, I can speak from personal and I can speak from, you know, from my wife's perspective. We would always have this conversation. She's like, babe, I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating good food. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but you may not be eating enough. Believe it or not, you can actually retain body fat by not eating enough. Oh, yeah. yeah um, your metabolism slows down. Completely. Yep. It, it goes into survival mode. Right. And so it keeps hanging on. Um, you can overeat. I mean, you can literally eat too much good stuff because it's all based on a calorie right. thing. So you may not be eating the, the cupcakes and the donuts, and the, mm-hmm. which, you know, if done right, you can do that. Can we'll talk do, about yeah. that in a different episode. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the, the uh, normal taboo things that you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not doing those and you're still struggling – there, there could be other aspects. Like one thing you mentioned, thyroid. Yeah. You know, so if you're not seeing those those results that you're wanting to, again, it may not necessarily be that not that not be that you are doing the right things. Right. It is. Prob- a, it could be an underlying health issue that you don't even have a clue about. Absolutely. And so, getting in, in my personal opinion, we talked about this very briefly in a previous episode about having a team around you, mm-hmm. a doctor who understands right. overall health and nutrition. Um, and how it play, and how fitness affects the body. Right. Yep. Um, I I would say my normal judgment call on this is is kind of like don't take advice from the nurse who's smoking, yeah, right? right? <laughs> if the doctor isn't incorporating nutritious food and right. fitness into their lifestyle, they're probably not going to be a, a a good source of experience to True. talk to you about True. that. Um, I think that's one of the reasons I was drawn to Dr. Mike. Yeah, I like him. So, I like him a lot. So on the flip side, we've kind of been going back and forth. You've been talking, you know, health, and yeah. I've been talking fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have absolutely clean blood work. You can have a clean bill of health. You can pass any doctor's physicals, but yet still not be able to do physically demanding things with your body because you haven't trained it to do those right. things. So from a blood panel perspective or any type of diagnostics, the doctors can say, hey, you're healthy. You're going to live till you're 100. And you can. Right. You know, that you doesn't can, make you fit, though. That's correct. And so, and at the same time, being fit doesn't mean that you're going to have right. a long life. Um, you know, for instance, I, I'll use the exact opposite example. And we talked about this before when we were talking about the sweet sweat. It was Ronnie Coleman. 
yeah massively fit from the perspective mm-hmm. of body size but now he's walking on crutches for the rest no, of his they, life yeah his back is destroyed i mean when you're squatting 800 pounds and deadlifting 800 pounds all the time that's going to do it to you yeah so there there's that level and i think i think our goal with this particular episode is to help people understand that you can have a balance Yes. You should have a balance. That should be the goal is to have both. But you can lean so far one side and mm-hmm. neglect the other. And so it is possible You'll pay to pay for it down the road. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So the question could be like, can you be fit and not healthy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Or flip flop it around. Can you be healthy and not fit? You know, yes. Or you can even say, can I be unhealthy and unfit? Yeah. I mean, we can skin that cat several different ways, but you can be one or the other. Yeah. Bottom line. I mean, you can be both as well, but there's always that you can be healthy and not fit or vice versa. And, you know, If you talk to almost anyone in the fitness industry, they're going to say, well, you know, I do it for my health. Right. Right. And that that's probably true. Mm-hmm. I would I would take the probably daring step here and say that there are a lot of people who say they're they're doing it for their health. But they tend to neglect some of the healthy things that they should be doing. Yeah, they didn't need to incorporate it. That's correct. Yeah. They, they, they focus so much on fitness. Yeah. Um, and then, like, for instance, um, an old trainer of ours was training with another old trainer of ours for a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was going for his pro card. Guy looked phenomenal. He was fit and in shape. But the nutrition regimen he was on on the week leading up to his show yeah that's that's uh, crucial two weeks before or two days before he was supposed to fly out he's in the hospital iv'd up because he just wait so and quite frankly he was taking nutrition advice from a non um not a registered dietitian or any any certified nutritionist um and and that's kind of where i come in with it the bro science thing. Um, and so he paid for it. Not only did he miss the show, but I mean, he had massive health, it broke up their friendship. Yeah. I mean, it was a horrible thing to watch him go through. He bounced back and you know, he's doing fine now, mm-hmm. but again, fit, not healthy. Exactly. And sometimes there's no precursors to give you a warning. It just yeah, it hits, hits you, you out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I can't imagine what he was going through when we found out about that. I was like, Oh man, that's gotta be terrible. That's mm-hmm. the thing with a lot of people doing shows that, you know, they, that week, that week of the show, they call it peak week. Mm-hmm. That's where everything starts to change as far as your diet and your water intake. And you have to be very careful. I just had a guy uh, that I was prepping. He just did a branch Warren show just actually yesterday in Houston. And, you know, I was I was sweating this week for him because it's like you know we had to make a little bit of modifications on his diet and watch his water intake because I didn't want to cut his water too soon. I ended up cutting his water about three o'clock Friday before the show. Yeah, everything worked out fine, but like you said though, the guy that was training before, like I bet you he probably cut his water too soon. Oh yeah, and or he might not have been drinking enough water up to that point they cut it, and then when you cut it, then your body's just like oh crap, and it goes into when you get into that level of competition and fitness. Yeah. It is a science. It's it not is. a guessing game. And it's and it's and you have to, you have to base it off that person because it doesn't work for every person. You can't cookie cutter it. Yeah, I can have I can line five guys up with the diet I just had this guy on, and it wouldn't work for all the other four guys. Some would be successful. Some would right. be in detriment. Right. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you know most people that's going to be listening to this is going to go that route. Right. Um, but just understand that if you ever choose to. The best advice we can give you is find someone who is not only educated in that, but experienced, has done mm-hmm. it with multiple people, has successfully done it. Find right. a track record, um, as you would with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to take a rookie right out of the right out of the gates, right? Right. So, um, so the big question: Which one should you focus on? 
I think the obvious answer is both. Right. Focus on both. Um, it will be a lot faster to achieve fitness if you're focusing on health, and it is a lot faster to achieve health if you're incorporating fitness. Exactly. So if you focus on both, you get a compound effect, a truncated timetable. Mm -hmm. You will achieve your goals considerably faster. You'll feel better while you're doing it. Your body will optimize and right. work at a peak level. Um, and it won't always be there. There's no, no way that you can be at 100%. You're going to have days where you're not. It yeah. just happens. Might even be weeks. Like you said, yeah. injuries. Your yeah. injuries, my injuries. Yeah. The question is when you get on the other side of it, are you going to get back up? Right. You know, That'll and, define you right there. Well, and in you your do? injuries, right? Let's yeah. talk about those. In those moments that you've had injuries, I know when I did, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you step, you kept eating clean, kept yeah. oh, you yeah. know taking the proper you know multivitamin or supplements or anything that you needed to make sure mm -hmm. that your body was optimizing. Yeah, because I know what would have happened if I didn't. You know, yeah, you know, I luckily, like I said, some of my ACL surgeries that's lower body, so I can still go do upper body. You know, of course, I got to be careful on how I'm walking around, maneuvering around everything. But you know, when I had my shoulder surgery or my tricep, when I tore my tricep in those surgeries, I couldn't touch anything for. Gosh, a couple months, I bet. So I knew, I know my body and how I react to things. So yeah, like like you just said, I I made sure that my diet was still pretty clean. You know, I still ate kind of whatever I wanted here and there, but I tried to keep my diet in check because I know what would happen to me based on my family and how they are. You know, I would put on weight like that. You know, if I would just ate whatever, not eat that much. And so in my mind, I didn't want to do that. So that's why I followed a still not a strict diet, but a clean diet until I got back into the gym. Well, I'm gonna out myself here, but I was the exact opposite. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. When I uh, when I slipped my disc and I was walking on a cane for six months, I mean, when you have that kind of level of pain in your back, there's no, there's nothing you do True. in the gym. It's yeah. it's almost as debilitating as having a full. Yeah, I think it depends on what the injury is too, right. or the or the surgery. I mean, but I didn't eat clean at the house. I was like, yeah. you know what? Fine, I'm going cookies go and cake. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm gonna pay for it later. I'll pay the price and get back in the gym. And man, did I ever! Let me wrong. ask you this: How hard was it to get back doing that? Um, it, like, because I'm sure you felt different and probably felt worse. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. When I when I when I got back in, I felt obviously worse than when I left, but I felt worse than when I got started. Yeah. And so I knew that I fell back, and this happened multiple times. Some some of the times when I stopped, dead stopped. Uh, some of it was financial reasons. You know, yep. couldn't afford a gym membership, you know, yep. it couldn't afford to, you know, have enough food. Mm -hmm. So it really became dropping off at fast foods while at work, you know, um, and those were decisions. And I'll tell you, having done that five or six times, I don't think I'm going to do it again if it ever happens. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it, it, it is. It, it's it's a mind game. The the blessing behind all of it is, as we talked about, there's the muscle memory. So the bounce True. back was really easy uh, in comparison, but it would have been a lot easier and a lot faster had I not put myself in a, in a negative space going backwards from where I was. You know, yeah. I, And I would always get in the gym thinking, man, I just those cookies were good, but man, I really wish I would have not had 50 a day. Right. I mean legit 50 a day. I mean, it was crushing yeah. cookies, but I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself. I don't know what I was treating myself for because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't earn anything, but I think um, that might've been a mental thing that, you know, I just got injured. So I just want to make myself feel better by eating that. Well, that particular injury, that was the one that I was telling you I was preparing for a show. Yeah. And I did for probably about four weeks after the injury, I still had anticipations that all oh, this is going to get fixed. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do another show. So I'm going to stay lean i'm going to still get down there when i realized that this wasn't getting fixed for a mm -hmm. while and i had no idea at that point i had already gotten my first official doctor telling me that 
I'm going to have to fuse my hip joint and I'll never Ugh. walk the same again. Yeah, that's no good. At that point, I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's an eye opener. Let me go ahead and enjoy my cookies then. No yeah, point right. in trying to stay at, you know, I don't even know, five, six percent body fat or whatever. I don't even remember what I was trying to be at. I was like, there's no point in getting there. I'm not going to step on stage. Right. Then, you know, as time went by, you know, finally got fixed, decided to get back in the gym. And um, that was, I, I will say, you realize as you get older, <laughs> mm-hmm. the body fat doesn't come off the way no. you want it to or the way you did last yeah, time. It's, it's harder. The muscle memory time. comes back, but yeah, the body the body fat loss is, doesn't work the same way. No. no. So. I, I've always found it interesting, like, I was just thinking about this. Someone asked you, you know, Jay, the trainer we talked about mm-hmm. that trains both of us. He always asked me, how do you feel? So I kind of challenge our listeners out there. The next time someone asks how you feel, like, what are you really thinking? Are you just giving the standard answer? Oh, I feel great. But, I mean, do you really? You know, because I, I, I kind of learned from Jay that when he asked me that, like, you know, I'm just be, I'll am just i be honest with him. You know, like, yeah, my workout was good, but, you know, my back hurts or, you know, something aches, pains, or whatever. You know, because it's just something I've always thought about since I've started working out with him is when someone asks how you feel. Are you saying it from the fitness side of it or the health side of it? Because well, you can say from both. Well, have you has he challenged you uh, when you go in and he where he calls you out and say you just don't seem like you're here right now? Well, he does like, that to me all the time. Yeah. Mentally, yeah. so there's that mental aspect yes. of the health, and he's yeah. doing that. My last workout, he's like, "You okay? You don't you don't seem like yeah. you're you're in it today." And we're about to start at this point. Yep. Like it wasn't even. He, and that's we, that's not the right. Uh, you don't want to be in that state of mind going in a workout with him. No. <laughs> and <laughs> I also get, learned that get when your he, mind off it quick. If I tell him I feel good before I work out with him, then he out he ramps it up. So uh-huh. now I tell him I feel like crap before I work out with him. <laughs> He doesn't buy it, though. Get that sympathy play? Yeah, he doesn't buy it. Yeah. So hopefully, guys, this this has really shed some light on the differences of how you would view health versus Mm -hmm. fitness. I know that it's probably, I don't know, I mean, when you stepped into fitness, I know when I did, I thought they were one and the same. Well, yeah, Um, I don't think everybody probably thinks that because they, I mean, they can tie into each other for sure, but. I don't know if a lot of people, if you really think about it, they can they can be separate. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we tend to we tend to be marketed to that fit is healthy, yeah, right, and healthy is fit. It's yeah. not until you get into it that you realize that there are two roads that can run parallel to each other, right? But they can also diverge. Yep, uh, they very go quickly. Opposite directions. Oh quickly, yeah, very fast because uh, it's happened. It's happened to both of us. Yes. Um, so, uh, and we've watched people around us where it's happened too. Yep. So we, we wish everyone the best in health. We wish everyone the best in their fitness journey. And, and try, try to focus on both. I mean, if you got to focus on one or the other, in my opinion, if, if you're at a point in your life where you can't work out or whatever, for whatever reason, then try to, obviously health is going to be more important because that's going to, you know, that's going to keep you alive and keep your body functioning. Um, but if you can incorporate them two together, it's going to be the best. Yeah. Well, like we mentioned earlier, you know, my, my, my wife has been dealing with lots of stress, so mm-hmm. it's affected her uh, adrenal glands and her and her doctor have been working on that for over a year Yeah, uh, and trying to get that and, and it's not going to stop as long as the source of that stress is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she'll tell her that one of the things you can do to mitigate that stress is to go work out. So by incorporating more right. fitness more frequently, that is one of the, I don't know, 15 different things that she's working on. Right. Some of them are, you know, supplemental to help chemically mm-hmm. reduce and rebuild. Um, I know one of the things she was taking was actually like um, actual adrenal gland from, yeah. I, I don't know, whatever animal, and they put it in a pill form or whatever. Right. Um, and it helps the body actually literally rebuild 
the the gland as opposed to kind of like reset it and all that. Well, yeah. no, actually rebuild, rebuild it. So there's somewhere okay. it's you know for support where it helps with what's existing, but this is actually yeah. to help rebuild what has been torn okay. down. Gotcha. Um, that's the level of the detriment that she was in. And if you look at my wife when she's in the gym, you look at her and you're like, she's fit. She gets compliments all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, she's she's not a bikini competitor. Or, you know, stepping on stage, it's not what she's trying to do. But she doesn't look like she's out of shape. But behind the curtains, there are times right. when she's not at optimal levels. Right. Um, and the ironic part is that can go back, and that affects how much fitness she can do. Yeah, it'll limit um, it. It does. Mm -hmm. So, but it doesn't mean that she should stop. And she's, tr you know, she's been a trooper. She's pushed on. So, we the biggest point I, I hope that everyone takes away from this is what Ben said earlier. Don't let any particular health issue that you have completely limit you from getting into fitness unless a doctor has specifically right. forbade that for whatever reason. But most of the time they'll yeah. tell you that some sort of fitness will be advantageous yep. in overcoming, repairing, or mitigating those issues. Yeah, because if you have an upper body injury, for example, or a surgery, I mean, you can go walk. I mean, there's something you can do. Absolutely. Or if you have a lower body injury, then go do some upper body. Or like recumbent bike if you have yeah. upper body. I mean, unless you injured, you're, like I said earlier, a full body cast, like if you're something in that, then you obviously can't do anything. But there's always something you can do, well, most of the time to offset it. Have you seen that new uh, show? Uh, I think it's on ABC or NBC where The Rock hosted. It's kind of like the old American Gladiator, but it's... it's I've heard about it. Well, I haven't seen it, but one. I've heard about it. I watched one of the episodes on a flight um, on our way home from our vacation, and there was... they You know, they pit two males together and two females yeah. together, and one of the female competitors, she had one long. Oh, wow. One long. She blew out the other girl. I really? mean, it wasn't even close. No she annihilated her. That's crazy. And that's, it goes back to, that's one of those success stories. She wanted it. She overcame it. She had every excuse in the world. Every reason well, in the yeah, world to I mean, say, that's a, big, I, that's a big thing. Yeah. And she, she dominated in strength. She dominated in endurance. Wow. Uh, it was one of those things where I had to go like down her track and back. You know, I won't get into the specifics of it. But basically, she made it down and back before the other girl even made it halfway down. Jeez. Like it was, she just crushed her. Wow. So um, <laughs> there's there's plenty of reasons why everyone should do it. Hopefully, everyone will take on to those reasons. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see you guys out there enjoying your fitness journey. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners, so if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fitness Lounge Podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at fitnesslounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.